The Cambria College Classic was not kind to West Virginia, with the field highlighting many of the team's flaws. I'm Jared Sari, and in today's episode of Mountaineers on Deck, I'll discuss what went wrong for the Mountaineers up in Minneapolis. Before last Friday, the West Virginia baseball team was on top of the world. With a 6-2 record, the Mountaineers had been knocking on the door of numerous top 25 polls and seemed to be on an upward trajectory. Then, they hit a wall. Friday's game against Minnesota was the only one in which WVU came out on top. Barely. The Mountaineers spent the final three innings working from behind and only pushed ahead by one with a ninth inning RBI single off the bat of Kevin Dowdell. Saturday saw a tough 6-2 loss to Illinois, whose pitching staff limited West Virginia to only three hits. The Mountaineers only got on the board after a ninth-inning error scored two, but had no success offensively outside of that. Then, against Michigan State on Sunday, the Spartans simply couldn't stop scoring. But, to the Mountaineers' credit, they did come home and earn a walk-off win against Ryder on Tuesday. Now, when I look at that stretch of games... One of the first things that comes to mind is that this pitching staff, and when I say that, primarily just the the rotation, is still very much a work in progress. You know, you look at Friday Night Starter Carlson Reed, he's a good guy, uh, and I'm hoping he's able to bounce back, but through his three starts this year, he hasn't shown anything that warrants him being the Friday Night guy. Don't get me wrong, I think he is deserving of a starting role, But he hasn't shown the ability to be up to par with many of his conference counterparts. He definitely has time to find his stride, but, I mean, it could bite the Mountaineers in a couple of weeks when they start Big 12 play. Reed has surrendered at least one run within the first two innings in each of his three starts. The Mountaineers start conference play in about a month and will face some of the top-ranked teams in the nation. If Carlson Reed gets jumped on early and West Virginia struggles against the Friday night starters at places like number one Texas, number six Oklahoma State. Texas Tech is a top 25 team. Uh, Simply put, the game is going to be over before it even begins. And it's not just Reed. Ben Hampton and Chris Sleeper have both been just okay, but the group of starters as a whole hasn't really shown much. That will obviously present challenges when the offense isn't clicking, like we saw against Michigan State, But so far, it's working for West Virginia, I guess. And sticking with the pitching staff, I feel like I should also take time to mention that Jacob Waters is a damn good closer. That's it. Uh, Freshman Michael Kilker, also coming out of the pen, he's also been stellar. He's allowed only four hits and five appearances while striking out ten. He's been a tremendous addition. I'm really high on him. I think he has tremendous upside. He has been... A phenomenal piece to turn to uh, you know he's not waters he's not Braithwaite who come in you know as a closer or a setup man but he he'll get you to he'll get you from the Ben Hamptons the Carlson Reeds to the Jacob waters and that is an invaluable member of the pitching staff to have now at the plate McGuire Holbrook has been the hot hitter of late He's tops in the conference with a 516 batting average and has totaled five runs over the last five games. It shows he has no problem getting on base. Uh, you can never go wrong having one of those guys on your team. That's, I mean, that's the name of the game right there. 
Grant Hussey, first baseman from uh, Parkersburg South. He's also had his share of success uh, against Ryder. He had two doubles, including one of them being the walk-off in the 10th inning. But strikeouts are still a major concern for him. Now, thankfully, he's nowhere near the conference leader in strikeouts, but he still tops for the Mountaineers. And it's fitting, considering that he's not only a power hitter, but a freshman as well. It's important to remember that he was a top draft prospect last summer and passed on a lot of money, a lot of money, in order to come play baseball at WVU. There's no question that he wants to turn those swings and misses into missiles sent over the fence, and I don't think that will be difficult for him. He clearly wants it. He knows he's investing in himself. It's just one of those things that takes time through adjusting to the college game and you know the uptick in the quality of pitching and things like that. Now, when Hussey can make striking out a little less of a problem, he's going to be an even better weapon, especially against the rigorous Big 12 Conference slate, which, you know, you look at this West Virginia team so far, and to me, there are a lot of parallels to the men's basketball team, where you look at it, they say, oh, you know, we'll have no problem working our way through our non-conference slate, and then we're just going to... We're just going to falter. We're going to fall flat against Big 12 competition. And not to discredit West Virginia, but I don't think that's too far-fetched just because, like in basketball, the Big 12 is very, very good. Uh, you know, As I mentioned earlier, number one Texas, number six Oklahoma State, Texas Tech is good. Baylor always seems to be solid. Uh, it's going to be a challenge. I can tell you that right now. It's going to be a challenge. West Virginia could win out their non-conference games. And when they start against Baylor in a month or so, it's still going to be a challenge. But before we look way, way ahead, West Virginia has a crucial three-game homestand this weekend against Ohio State. Um, We don't have any pitching probables yet, but there's no question the Mountaineers will have their hands full in trying to contain infielder Marcus Ernst. He's hitting 425, which is fifth in the Big Ten, and he has reached base in each of the Buckeyes' last five games. Also to note are Drew Reckart and Zach Desenzo, who each have five homers. On the mound, Friday night starter Isaac Coupe leads the Big Ten with 27 strikeouts. However, he does have an ERA over five and has allowed four runs in each of his last two starts. Here's the weekend schedule. Friday, we'll see WVU and OSU clash in a doubleheader due to impending inclement weather on Saturday. The first game from Mon County Ballpark is scheduled for noon, with Game 2 set to begin roughly 40 minutes following the end of the first game. Saturday's game has been canceled, so the third and final game will be on Sunday, with first pitch scheduled for 1 p.m. All games will be broadcast on ESPN+. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Mountaineers on Deck. I'm not sure what next week's content will look like since it's spring break for us students here at WVU, but don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode.